0: Get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, saver retire, and service deals today. Dobbs. With 43 locations, real deals are always close by.
1: If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care We head to the Brown and Crouppen
0: Celebrity Line and into the Blues booth is the voice of the Blues. Here on 101 ESPN, Chris Kerber. Kerbs, good morning. How you doing?
1: Randy, I'm doing good. I was scrolling through some social media this morning and something popped up about toilet paper made out of bamboo. And mm. I started reading about it and I'm like, well, I didn't think I'd learn that today. So I figured it's a good start to a new week. Kerbs, is that something you would try? See, now that's the question that I haven't answered for myself. <laughs> Apparently they do. It, okay, seriously. We have now crossed the line to where everything can be done via by by, by subscription. It's a toilet paper subscription where they send you 24 rolls every eight weeks, to which point when you live in a house like I live in with, with three kids, you're like, Man, I don't know. Was that enough? Or, it's every eight weeks. And so and then, then I realized I had spent way too much time even thinking <laughs> about this this morning. So uh, we're off to a good start. Curbs, it's
0: interesting. I read again on social media over the weekend that Costco ran out of toilet paper like they had earlier in the pandemic. And it's interesting because when everything started back in the spring, in March, I ordered toilet paper on... Amazon and it didn't come forever. And it was like f- coming from China. Be careful when you order mm. <laughs> Amazon toilet paper, because it w- I guess in China they have they have different sizes. It was like little teeny rolls. It was like six little teeny rolls. I
1: threw it away. Make no mistake about it. the The, the ply count on toilet paper matters. Huge. That yep. is not something you need breaking at the wrong time. Great point. Great point. Well, speaking of social media curbs, I'm scrolling as well, and I see a teaser for the NHL's reverse retro jerseys. And when I see the St. Louis Blues, I see a lot of red. So I'm sure you saw this as well. What's your take on the red jerseys? You you know what? Listen, I I think we we meaning, you know, maybe some of us that are in a a slightly older generation, uh, you know, like of the 70s and the 80s. We've just got to accept that while we did think that those Ronald McDonald jerseys of the 90s were hideous, man, it has a cult following. Mm -hmm. And I actually, believe it or not, I've come around to, now I do not want to see these things every single game. I totally understand the marketing and the why Uh, we do it, so I'm all for that as well. I don't mind them. I don't, I I, I just don't mind them. I don't mind another's color scheme, uh, you know, to, to change things up a little bit. But but I will say this. I'll go back to this. I think the scheme that the uh, that the team came up with for the Winter Classic is still the the jersey of the future for this uh, for this organization. And and I and I'll t- I did not get a chance to see what would have been a reveal for the Winter Classic jersey had that happened. I think they're going to hold off, obviously, in hopes that the the Blues play the Wild in a future Winter Classic. But I was told those things were downright sick too. So. Uh, I'm all for some different schemes and looks. I think think it's okay.
0: Curbs, last week, late last week, the NHL Players Association had a a Zoom meeting. NHL's Board of Governors had a meeting as well, and we don't know exactly what came out of there, but what would you expect came out of those meetings, if anything concrete?
1: Well, I'd expect a little more urgency to figure out an exact plan. I think if there's any sense that I'm getting, Randy, uh, whether it be talking from a management side or from a player side and talking to people on both of those ends. It's, it's a sense of growing angst. I don't, I wouldn't call it frustration yet. I, I just say growing angst of hey, what, what's going on. What's the plan here? And part of it is you start to feel the pressure of the other sports. You see the NBA saying we're starting on December 22nd. You've seen major league baseball complete a world series. You've seen the NFL Uh, still dancing through all the challenges of of COVID and and coaches that uh, still haven't figured out the mask and things that, you know, but they're still able to to get through it. So um, I'm sensing that that angst is going to lead to a lot more definitive answers here over the next two weeks. Uh, Eugene Melnick, the uh, the owner of the Ottawa Senators, did a podcast up in Canada over the weekend. He talked a lot about, uh, you know, vaccine and how that could play a role in it. But he also mentioned the fact that, look, there was a growing sense that, you know, some depending on the lease arrangement that some teams have just opening the doors causes teams to write certain checks. And so the league is to bridge the divide of, of what losses could look like, uh, whether it be no fans, half fans, uh, some fans, you name it. Right. And then they still have to now work with the players association because remember they came out of that last, they came into the return to play with an actual new CBA agreement. I do not know if whether or not that new CBA agreement adjusted uh, addressed a prorated salary scenario for a shortened season for 2021. And, uh, and so those are questions that have to be decided, and I really get the sense now that there's a sense of and, – and it's not like there was a lack of urgency, Randy. I just think that there were still so many unknowns that there wasn't necessarily a reason to have to address things until you absolutely have to. I think they're getting to that point where they absolutely have to now to figure things out. And And I don't know if that last part made any sense, but like, I guess there's just no reason to sit there and banter about too many ideas. If you don't know how realistic they are, I guess. No, that's a good point, Curbs. But as we sit here on November sixteenth, not having a concrete date that the NHL is going to start play, what's that like for the Blues? For you to try and determine what the timeline is going to be from mid-November until a potentially early year start date on how to get things well, up and running? Well, you have to work on a few things, and and, and the, first off, you the, there are certain things that you know have to happen no matter what's go, you know no matter what's going to go like. From a broadcast standpoint, we can plan certain things. We can get the network ready. We can get the format ready. We can get the imaging. We can get the sounds. We can get all that stuff ready. Um, And and then when you're ready, you're just ready to go whenever they tell you. There's no reason to wait on that. From a hockey op standpoint, um, you know pretty much what some of the protocols in terms of how some of the safety measures with COVID are going to be because you did it at the most stringent time from leading into a bubble to into the bubble. So, if anything, you know it's probably not going to be harder than that. So you know that if you plan for that, you're at least set there. You know what you need in terms of equipment. So all those things kind of come about. The challenge, what the, the, the challenges are twofold. One on the player side, it's when do you really increase your level of training to be ready for whenever training camp could happen, uh, and how do you ramp up for that? And for example, uh, are you? Three weeks away from camp opening. Now, are you six weeks? Are you eight weeks? I think that does matter. Um, and then, you know, from a, a team standpoint, you have to just prepare for everything as possible. Like, okay, if we can have this many fans in the buildings, how would we man it? And then, and then, when that does happen, whatever decisions are made, you're able to at least say we were a couple steps down the road in that planning. And honestly, Michelle, that is the best I think a team and an organization can do right now.
0: We are getting good news about a possible vaccine. Now, two different companies have come out with ideas. And if we can get a vaccine going by April, and Dr. Fauci talked yesterday about April might be April through July being a target date to, to get a vaccine going, that would somewhat play into the NHL's hands, at least from a playoff standpoint. If you have a couple of month regular season, uh, January to February, February to March, like two and a half months, and then maybe have a vaccine by April, that could open things up dramatically.
1: I don't see any problem with making your plans to make sure your playoffs don't start until May. Anyway, I think you can get it done within the TV window that you have, Randy. But on top of that, uh, you're giving you're giving just every bit of this COVID process longer to play itself out. So no harm there. I also think, and, and now this is just me, and you know, with everything you read and putting my own uh, opinion to it. Yes, the vaccine is is going to be in, play an important role for everything moving forward. I really do think rapid testing is going to be easier because rapid testing and more available testing for that. You know, for example, I have an aunt that that ended up getting diagnosed with COVID. And uh, and, you know, she had to wait. Basically, it spent three hours online trying to figure out where to go get tested. Right. And then and then in line for, you know, had to show up early one morning and wait two and a half hours just to make sure a place didn't run out of tests. I think rapid testing is going to be a real big key here. Mm-hmm. Think about just when a team travels into another city. Rapid testing like you're seeing sort of at the airports in Toronto right now. I think uh, I think actually Bradley in in Hartford is starting some type of airport testing system. Things like that are going to be real key because if you can ensure the safety of these teams going into more and maybe you through rapid testing and not having to wait even 24 hours you're able to get more immediate results you could then slow down the spread within groups within teams and i think to me that's going to be a, a real big part of it too a combination of both and let's just keep our fingers crossed we're moving in the right direction with both of those
0: curbs always good to hear your voice on a monday thanks so much for the time we appreciate it we'll talk to you soon
1: All right, good luck on the
0: fight. Talk to you in a bit. I I need it. By the way, the company is called Moderna that released their findings this morning that their vaccine is experiencing a 94.5% effective rate against coronavirus. Dr. Anthony Fauci saying these are obviously very exciting results, and it's just as good as it gets. 94.5% is truly outstanding. So Moderna will now go through the FDA and make sure that everything is okay in terms of side effects. And it's another company along with uh, Pfizer last week that has come up with potentially a cure to coronavirus.
1: One step closer. Yeah. One step closer to this all being over.
0: Coming up, we do have a fight on 101 ESPN.